Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me always, Mr. Andy Molitor. How's it going? How did everything shake out for you yesterday? We'll we'll get to tennis in a little bit, but our, our final outright did uh, did fall over, so I to totally give that away. But how about you? I don't know. I was busy doing stuff yesterday. I had a podcast. <laughs> um, let me look. I think four and three. I think it was just a light uh, light win. Which, again, light wins are better than big losses, I suppose. But, uh, yeah, I think it turned out okay. I feel like the last game I bet um, of the night was, like, something that started at 1030 Eastern. So it wasn't it wasn't like something I was going to be staying up or paying attention to. It was an over. I feel like I looked at it in the first. I was almost going to say first quarter. They definitely do not have quarters in college basketball. But maybe you know the what would be the first quarter in the first ten minutes. It was trending towards over, and yes, that one did come through. I guess so. Four and three yesterday, winning day. I didn't make any daily. Um, Golf bets. I just didn't have enough time this week, so that didn't uh, didn't lose any money at golf yet. Although I will say my Hideki Matsuyama outright is probably there. Max Homa top twenty is live. Max Homa to win, probably not. Um, I'm going to add an outright today. I already did, and then DFS did okay. Like my DFS is sitting in good shape because you know there's the tough course and then there's the easy course. And my main lineup that I entered, because I'm not the kind of guy who makes 30 lineups, it was half guys in that tough course, half guys in the easy course. So it wasn't just like, oh, I shot to the top of the leaderboard because I only played guys who played the easy course on the first day. That's so it's pretty, pretty balanced. And the fact that it is up in the above the cash line on all the tournaments I entered, making me feel pretty decent about getting through the weekend. Uh, I will be cheering for Patrick Reed today. He was the hind, whatever you want to call it. He was the worst. He was the the run to the litter. No one's ever called Patrick Reed the run to the litter, but he was the worst golfer on my card by shooting even par on the tougher course. Last year he won this tournament, and he shot like a 60 F and 4 on the easy course. So I need him to go scorched earth today and uh, get me through to the weekend with a 6 for 6. I don't talk okay. much DFS, but I do enjoy golf DFS. It is, it's a fun sweat. This afternoon will be fun. If uh, Reed is anywhere near the cut line, which, God willing, in the creek don't rise, he gets us there. Yeah, DFS is, uh, for, especially for golf, because there's, like, waves to it. You've got the Thursday yep. cut thing, and then you get your sweat and sa- Sunday. I'm sorry, you've got the Friday cut thing, and then, you know, you're sweating Sunday this week. Everything's the day before. But, yeah. Thursday cut thing. Because we started the day early. Yeah, it's like a bunch of people woke up today, a bunch of people who were way too involved in golf, and – and their life revolves around golf and golf content and golf betting, betting content. They woke up today and they thought it was Friday for sure. Like you watch the whole first round of golf, you write your second round preview, you do your second round DFS showdown lineups and you get up the next morning and it's Friday. And those people are disappointed because it is not Friday today. We're off a whole day this week. And uh, with that, let's, uh, let's talk some sports, sports, sports. It's going to be a little bit of an express brown bag that showed today, if you will. Um, Just a few NBA games. We'll start here. The Thursday slate again, TNT, you know, it'll be nice to watch my 76ers host the Lakers, but 
really hard to figure out what to do with this game. The Sixers only laying three points. Honestly, it looks like a little bit of a shorter number. I have this closer to five. Could tweak some things to get to six. The Lakers kind of still working Anthony Davis back into the lineup. It's just I can't get there. The Sixers have really been struggling as of late. I think some of the injuries to their depth are really starting to bother them. And, you know, I just wonder how this game's going to go. I think Embiid's going to have a nice game here, but I wonder who's going to be out there to slow down, you know, LeBron and, and slow down some of the shooters on the Lakers here. So a pass for me, although I lean 76ers. And a few uh, smart people that we know were on the Sixers this morning, although uh, it's always hard for me to read nice stuff about Philadelphia. But, again, cheering for my Sixers. Don't mind if you want to lay the three there, but I can't quite get there myself. This uh, next game here, another game where – if the Warriors are locked in here without Draymond Green, this this could be a 10-point victory. You know, I maybe look at like a Timberwolves team total under kind of thing if you're leaning that way. But the Timberwolves have been playing better basketball as of late. You know, Anthony Edwards had kind of that funky sort of half injury thing. He seems to be okay. You know, when they're fully healthy, that starting lineup really causes a lot of trouble. And the Warriors, you know, haven't quite been themselves the last couple of weeks, especially with that Draymond Green. So although I like the Warriors here, just a few things on Minnesota kind of hold me back. So maybe a Sixers minus three. We'll see what happens to that number. Maybe I'll add something like that later. Um, I'll, of course, run first quarter stuff and, and put that out as well. But, yeah, nothing for the NBA right now. Just the two games. And, again, just hard to pick through. I didn't realize it was such a small slate. That stinks. It's a weird week. <clears throat> Tiny There's not a lot. Just the fact that you don't have even the Sunday NFL, you know, the wild card and the divisional weekend yet, Saturday games. We do have a really big, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to try to bet like 40 games Saturday. That'll that'll kind of make up for the week. I think I can get there. I, can, I just lower <laughs> lower my uh, lower the old uh, cut line there a little, and we'll get there. So I did mention I added a golfer. Ooh, outright. Um, I don't love doing this. Sometimes it's the worst of the number, but I liked what I saw from Dustin Johnson. Um, anyone like you mentioned with DFS, a lot of DFS chalk is going to be Rom and Dustin Johnson because they played the tougher course. And they played it well, Rom even better. I think this is kind of like what Felika said the other day about like Rom's odds right now are obscene. And yes, he's the best golfer in the world, but it's so hard to win a golf tournament. And he is playing the easier course today, but so is Dustin Johnson. And he's only a couple shots behind Rom. And I think he played just as well. He had one bogey the whole day. He didn't even have any good uh, excuse me, good luck. He didn't really have any luck on the on the greens as well. I don't think he had a long putt fall in. Like everything was just kind of ho hum, sink the short stuff, shoot four under on the tough course, and we'll go tomorrow. He hasn't played for three months, and that scared some people's off. But he looks fine. Like he can be. He was the best golfer in the world at times, and it's screwed not so recently. Yeah. You know, not too long ago. So Dustin Johnson, fourteen to one. I tossed him on the card here, just uh, kind of based on. I think he could. He could end up with a really, really low car. There's going to be some 63s. There's going to be like a 63, a 64. Like there's going to be some some low scores on the on the North Course today. I mean, look at Billy Horschel. If Billy Horschel could do that, somebody with a little more Ben Billy Horschel, I guess, has won a half dozen times over the years. But somebody with some serious pedigree on that North Course today is going to go super low. Why not now? Why not me? Why not DJ? Let's go. I like that. And then, yeah, Brett, Brett's got fares for uh, the tourney. DJ minus 110, <laughs> Rom 10 to 1. I This is where I miss five dimes. When someone would start running away, 
five dimes would post a two-way line on somebody who had like a five-shot lead on a Friday, and you can play like minus two hundred for the other hundred, you know, basically well, at the cut line, other seventy guys, somebody to catch them up, and those numbers were never right. It felt like I lost some of those, obviously, but right. man, those those two-way lines were just never quite right because they wanted people to. They were trying to. I think they're just trying to entice people to bet on the favorite at a horrible number. Yeah, it's um again. I, I mean, do you remember what the juice was on on those lines? Like, was it anywhere close to to normal? Or I mean, what was the vig like? It wasn't horrid, you know, like twenty cent line. Well, that's not bad at all. No, I yeah. I don't because it, it was just a two way market. It wasn't a full uh, you know, it wasn't a full. R.I.P. Uh, out, out, outright market, yeah. R.I.P. Um, and Brett saying, yeah, Circa does have them. I don't have my Circa shirt today. This is a, a brewery. I'd bet online. Bet online has it. There we go. Rom is minus 275 for the no. There are three days of golf left. That's. I'm not laying it. That might be a fun little, <laughs> might be a fun little parlay. It's interesting so. to think about. Did you stay up slash get up early and watch any tennis? None? No, I, I kind of had a feeling that things weren't going to go so great. And sure enough, I, I guess Wayantek was not so unceremoniously swept off the court here by Daniel Collins. One of our early outrights makes the finals, but you know that kind of I was our the last one that I put in my preview there. So a tough match for her. Ashley Barty just continues to be awesome, and I think we're going to have you know a, another final where it's another shot at an American, similar to you know what we saw Keys try to do last night. Just continue to peak and, and hopefully kind of push Barty and Keys didn't even get close. I mean, a one in three, that's just an absolute kind of destruction match here. And you look at the odds, Barty's minus 550, Collins plus 400. Uh, actually, there might be some value on Barty here at minus 550, as crazy as that sounds. Um, I would honestly have this closer to like 600. I started to tweak some stuff. I get it up to minus 700. Again, the numbers move pretty quickly when you get out this high. It's not that big of a change in probability to go like minus 550 to minus 700. But again, I think there's just a little bit of value on Barty here. Obviously, I don't think I'm going to bet her to lay the money line. The game spread there, minus four and a half. There's some fives out there. Maybe look for like a minus six or something at kind of an adjusted spread. I haven't found any of those things yet. Maybe that'll open up, but... Again, unless Collins can, you know, scream her way through a, another match here, it's, it's, it looks like Barty or, or her pass. I mean, she's been broken once this tournament. Like, it's just, whew, what do you do? It just, it, it's a freight train. Get out of her way. She's got that go, strong. Go find some Wimbledon Barty futures. Anything five yeah. to one or better. There's a couple spots of five to one that will actually refund you if she doesn't show up and play. So I guess that's the best tennis advice I've got for you today. Go scoop up some Barty futures while, while they're still above five to one. Yeah, similar to what you see some of your favorite golf handicappers doing when, when somebody is you know playing well and maybe playing above expectations and they think it's going to continue, they go pick up their prices to win a major. Because once if that continues, that price isn't going to be there when that major is when we finally r- arrive at Augusta for that week, or you arrive at uh, St Andrews. So, not a bad look for you to grab an early number on her because we've seen. I mean, it doesn't matter if there's 128 players in some of these. We've seen plenty of favorites go off at even money or even worse in some of these. If she got down to like plus 250 with a tough draw here. I mean, at Wimbledon, where she's the defending champion. There are very few women that are comfortable on grass. I mean, that could close less than two to one, which in the WTA yeah. is, hasn't happened in a long time. 
Yeah, there's been some nice parody in the WTA. And, but uh, Barty, Barty threatening that right now, which whatever. It really like is. It's, it's a, a fun shift. She's a bulldog. Uh, college hoops. I had meetings this morning. Again, just a busy day for Andy again. I don't know what I'm going to do for lunch yet. I'm still debating that. It's only <laughs> 1045 here, so I pulled up Uber Eats. A lot of places aren't open, which got to wait. Like, it's a big, it's a big 15 minutes. It's a big 15 minutes for here while I'm deciding. It might be far. I made a couple bets. I will add. I will be adding to this as I get through more of the card. There's obviously way more games today than Andy only makes three bets kind of a card. But these are the three that popped out early. I will start with Central Connecticut State under 144. This is a bet I've made God knows how many times already. I, f- I should pull that up because Bettsburg, I think you can look at like how you do. I know you can go by conference. I wonder if I can look by specific team on this, but I mean, you, if you haven't, if you haven't watched or you haven't followed my college basketball picks, you know I've I've bet a bunch of these, so it's gonna go. What what conference do you think they're in, Dan? Um, any any guesses on that? Central Connecticut NEC? Yeah, they are the NEC. So I'm gonna take. A look. I'm actually just gonna. This is good radio here, but I'm actually just gonna look at how I've done on this <laughs> NEC. Central Connecticut, I've bet them six times already this year on their games. So that's a lot for one team. I'm 4-0 on St. Francis PA games. That's amazing. I've bet on on Long Island games seven times. I've bet a lot of NEC games. I guess just in general, I've bet on a lot of games. If you take a look at my, my full college basketball for the entire year, I've probably made like 500 bets. But this is one, yeah, I just keep... I keep saying I, I'm waiting for these to go down a little to be in the mid 130s, upper 130s. It just hasn't happened, so I will continue, despite what Long Island does, to bet on Central Connecticut State unders until they start to get down. Um, Middle Tennessee State plus two and a half, bit of a weird spot, and the market doesn't. It didn't agree with me. I, I jumped in in a later spot. It's open at a pick in some places, and Marshall took some money. Marshall is at home. Marshall has not won a conference game. They're 0-6. They lost the three games prior to that, so they are in a nine-game skid. It's like, oh, it's a trap. Yeah, it's a trap, but my numbers say whatever, so that's fine. Like, Middle Tennessee should win this. (laughs) Middle Tennessee should be favored in this game. I don't care if they're a road game. I think there is something to maybe some people are looking at Middle Tennessee's road record and saying, oh, they're not good on the road. Yeah, I mean, the teams they've played on the road so far, a lot of them have been way better teams. You know, like Murray State is a top 50 team. Chattanooga, North Texas. These are games that you're going to lose whether you're at home or away. The Rice one wasn't great, but that was a close game, and it was right in the middle of a road stretch. And and the Mississippi, you played an SEC team and lost on the road. I don't think it's fair to say Middle Tennessee is just a bad road team. They've just had a tough road stretch, and this is an easier game. This is one of the easier away games they'll have all year outside of, like, Florida International, maybe Charlotte. So Marshall is uh, wrongly favored. Wrong WWF, wrong woman favored is what we say in the (laughs) tennis betting stuff. And um, ECU, plus 12 and a half. uh, This is one of those things where, like, Let's talk about the Bengals. Bengals weren't supposed to be very good. 
Well, the Bengals are good. They're in the AFC title game. At a certain point, you have to change your priors. Like uh, Drew hated the Rams preseason. And then Drew paid a lot of money for the Rams in a Calcutta because he thought they had a really good chance of making the Super Bowl. Like yep. that's the biggest part about uh biggest part about adjusting your priors and making these quick if, if you stick to your guns too long, you're just gonna sit and piss money away. I don't know who's doing that with Memphis. Because Memphis is just not they're not living up to expectations at all. And they continue to be big favorites. So this is a team they lost to. You know, this is this is not a not a team that should be like should be like an eight or a nine point favorite. I, I fully don't understand this. There were bigger numbers out there. It's 12, 12 and a half in the market. But yeah, this was a team that they went and played at East Carolina, what, two weeks ago, lost the game by one. Like they should be, yeah, seven, eight, nine point favorite here. This is way People too People probably points. playing the revenge angle. Yeah, I, there's some revenge. And I mean, they they got a nice win against Tulsa on Sunday. Uh, on the road now they get to come home here but they have a hell of a stretch coming up like uh, Thursday next Thursday Cincinnati UCF Houston and SMU the week after that um, so I don't know like I don't think there's a blowout I don't think there's a blowout possibility if they're going to turn the ball over this much they are 10th in the conference as far as uh, turnovers they're the worst they're 10th in making free throws what do we always say about favorites that turn the ball over and can't make free throws it's hard for them to cover a big number so i, I have a memphis outright Dwayne talked me into one i have a big number at like 80 to one or something on memphis to win the tournament from forever ago i think i um, do too can't do it and then the guy in the chat was right this is bissell brothers portland maine great right place next- went there for a bachelor party there's like right. 12 breweries all within like a quarter mile of each other or something. Right next to the International Cryptozoology Museum, which is uh, the study of like Bigfoot and shit. That was not there when I was there. <laughs> I know I went in. I totally went in to check it out. It was <laughs> it was it was something. Um, other than that, yeah, short show today. We had a long one yesterday, so it all evens out. I'll no, close out with a quick. Quick shine for our sponsor, PropSwap. We are brought to you by PropSwap, the swapper of not just props, but any tickets you want to bet. And like uh, a few of the articles that some of uh, some of us over here at BetSperts have put up, there's a nice little advantage when you first sign up because you get the deposit match. Basically, if there's a ticket for $100, you're only going to have to pay 50 for it because you can put 50 bucks in, get a 100% deposit match, and you can buy that ticket at half price. So a 10 to one ticket becomes a 20 to one ticket. Take advantage of that on your first deposit. And if you do deposit, you send a screenshot of that over to BetSperts on Twitter, at BetSperts, and we'll get you a code, get you a free hat, stocking hat, baseball cap, trucker hat, flat build hat. I don't know. There's all kinds of stuff. So check that out. I'll get you a free code. You'll get a hat in the mail a couple days later using promo code BetSperts, B-E-T. S-P-E-R-T-S. Half off of future. Half off of future, yeah. Double double price. See if there's any Barty tickets out there today. We should we should buy some Barty tickets and sell them. Yeah, the restaurant scene in Portland is amazing. Everyone's talking about Portland. Portland, Maine was one of my favorite stops when I was out in Lobster uh, rolls Maine. and beer. All fresh, oh, all God. everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. And the, the reason I bought this shirt was I, I was like a little seafooded out. I'd eaten it like three times a day for a week. So I got a hot chicken sandwich, like Memphis hot. Speaking of Memphis. 
and it had that sauce on it that squirted all over a nice shirt I had. <laughs> And I mean, it was like a white shirt with or- a big orange stain. So I told my wife to go over to the, uh, told my wife to go over to the, the merch thing, go buy me another shirt. Cause I like, we were, we were like a half hour from where we were staying. We we're going to out for the day. So I can't walk around like this asshole all day. So that's how they get you. They <laughs> spill a chicken on your shirt and you have to buy a $30 shirt. That's sneaky. That's, that's good sneaky. business. Oh, if you like t-shirts, chicken sandwiches, and gambling, give us a thumbs up on the YouTube channel and come back and check us out tomorrow as we'll be back for a Friday show. Me and Al, doing it up. See you guys.